Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Self Deaf Sundays, the podcast. Do 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 do. I think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring. So it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of the subconscious mind and suggestions. Today I want to start off this episode by talking about dogs and puppies and those fluffy creatures that everyone seems to love and I just want you to pause for a second and remember the last time you saw a dog and the reaction that you got when you saw it and I guess this all depends on the type of dog and how they're feeling um, during that moment. However, if I ask every dog owner how their puppy or their little furry best friend treats them when they enter the house, it's always a positive reaction, right? So dogs, they don't work for a living. I mean, they don't have to pay any bills. They don't have to work for their food. Their owner kind of hopefully gives them the right necessities for survival. But if you think about how a dog behaves they don't really have any ulterior motive they are just genuinely happy to see their owner and to greet people right um and one of the key things that i want to talk about this episode is actually about how you can feel welcome anywhere that you go and using dogs and puppies as an inspiration so dogs don't have any ulterior motives and when they see that owner um, there isn't anything in place like an ego or no matter who you are or how you feel or um, whatever career path you have your dog will treat you the same way and the way they do it is because they are genuinely interested in you and they genuinely are happy to see your presence right and um so the book that i am referring to to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie and the book so the i haven't read this book in a while um but as i was reading up uh on the book to prep for this episode it kind of just reminded me of a lot of things that I need to practice and just like something to be aware of so I'm glad that I'm, I'm doing it and in the book that the author talks about how when he was young he had a little puppy called Tippy and that's a cute little name isn't it and he was saying how every time Dale came back home from work or wherever he was about out and about doing in the day tippy used to always remind uh when every time tippy saw dale he was genuinely interested in his owner and the the funny thing is tippy the puppy they didn't read any psychology book around how to make others like you um it's a puppy right but the the key thing that Tippy knew about was that he was genuinely interested in people and if you think about uh, if you go into a, a social setting so many people are so quick to talk about themselves and they think it's all about the ego which is something I speak about quite a lot um, from the book 
the new earth and when you think about ego it's all about you know speaking up and trying to elevate yourself and trying to put yourself in a certain status so that people are people give you that validation and that's the reason why you know human beings are driven by speaking about themselves and talking about themselves all the time because it's very like outwards um but in general you know when you want people to welcome you or if you want other people to be interested in you it's all about actually giving your attention and and, and taking a step back and listening and this term around listening is something that has been spoken about you know quite recently in in the new age where we say that if you really want to get to know someone it's about listening and it's about giving your attention and it's something that's been overused recently um however we can learn a lot from puppies and dogs and how the dog doesn't come along and say you know i had a rough day today man literally uh you know i lounged around and i didn't get given a treat the dog actually flips it around and is genuinely interested in their owner and the book actually talks about how we there was a some research done in a uh, like a sales marketing kind of call center and from a certain kind of segment they realized that they were they used the sales agent used the word i 3900 times in about 500 conversations and that was a study done in that specific segment um to realize this but if you use the same uh, analogy in a social setting if you are in a group of friends or family everyone loves talking about themselves and everyone uses the word i so if you notice this in the next conversation you have um in a social setting with people less than six obviously for restriction and lockdown reasons um, but the word i is something that's quite used quite a lot and it's just you know there's no there's not a right or wrong a thing for using the word i but it's just being aware of how often human beings think about themselves right and i think in a previous chapter it even said that out of 80 percent of our thoughts in a day is all revolving around us and what we want to do and what we want to achieve and oh like you know if you're in a meeting you're thinking oh i wonder how i sounded and i think so often people think that other people are thinking about us but other people are equally busy thinking about themselves and if you think about when you take a group picture who's the first person that you look at it's probably yourself right and it's just a given we all like looking at ourselves we all like talking about ourselves and it's just naturally how we've been brought up and that's what society has taught us to do as well if you go on instagram everyone loves posting pictures about themselves and it's a, it's a lot of me 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 myself and i and that's just how human beings are um however the purpose of this episode is actually to look at um, how can we feel welcome in any social setting and how can other people welcome us. It's actually flipping it around and being interested in others for once. And it doesn't mean that you don't stand your ground and you don't 
look out for what's best for you but equally it's also focusing some of our time energy and attention on other people and actually genuinely being interested in other people as well and there was a story of a magician who was once broke he didn't have much he didn't come from a wealthy background but he went off to do incredible shows and became really famous and when Dale um, interviewed him one of the key things he said he had was he had this ability to get his personality across when he did his shows um, and also he was just a general master showman and he understood human nature and he also had a genuine interest in people as opposed to seeing them as a bunch of people that I'm fooling so when he used to go on the show and when he used to do his tricks and illusions before he walked into every single one of his show he actually said I love my audience and I love the fact that I get to do this for a living and even during the show rather than trying to fool them he was really kind of getting to know them on a personal level and and kind of you know going back to the theme of the podcast is becoming genuinely interested in who he's sharing his craft with right and I think this idea of being genuinely interested in other people we can practice this when we speak to our family members or if we speak to customers um, and I guess in maybe in a work setting it might seem a bit ingenuine because the customers might be like oh you're only being genuinely interested to get to know me because you're trying to sell me something or you know there's an ulterior motive and most likely there is because that's what you do for a job right but I think there's a difference between asking questions and wanting to get to know other people for a benefit that you want to gain versus generally want to get to know them despite of the situation work situation you're in or um what you want to gain and I think this goes back to something I mentioned back in episode one in my launch episode where I said that a lot of people uh, take a lot of different roles we like to play the role of a mother or a child or a CEO of the company and the difference between getting to know someone genuinely versus not is that you don't see them for their role you see them as being a human being and not letting a role or their title define how much respect you should give them so I think this idea around being genuinely interested it's all about removing that role and that idea of who how much respect to give them and respecting them for who they are as a human individual and also recognizing that there's something you can learn from every single human being whether they're a senior whether they're junior um, and not having this assumption walking into these conversations right Um, and in terms of being generally interested if you think about interest what does it actually mean it's about giving others your time it's about giving others your energy and also being unselfish with it and knowing that you know every I guess there comes a certain point um, maybe if you are an entrepreneur and if you're owning a company that you can't 
give your time to everyone um, and you might need to come up with better time management skills in terms of who you want to give your interest to because I think when you think about being genuinely interested for other people um, in other people there comes a time when you need to be have a strategy um, but I think it's all about being present in the moment as well so I think so often when we are having a conversation with someone our minds going off on one tangent and you're already thinking about you know what I'm gonna have for dinner or oh I wonder how I sounded in the previous meeting and it's so normal to not be genuinely interested in an individual conversation because we're so once again busy thinking about ourselves and what to do next and the the thing about that is you're not being present in the moment so I think it all goes back to in terms of being genuinely interested it all goes back to being present in the moment and giving your time energy and and being unselfish with it by also sharing your thoughtfulness with other people and actually genuinely meaning it as well as opposed to doing it for the sake of it or doing it because it's a cool thing to do right because I think being authentic with your actions and unauthentic you can people human beings aren't stupid I mean most of them um and you can tell when someone's faking it or when someone's saying something that is not as genuine so I think it all goes back to when you are interested in other people or if you want to do something well it's all about doing it and also meaning it when you do it as well so what you can actually do in terms of wanting to be genuinely interested in other people let's kind of like a practical tip you can put into place is actually greeting people with uh, a bit of animation and enthusiasm kind of like a puppy does to its owner right so whether it is when you see your parent or your loved one or you're in a meeting actually walking in and showing up with your with the perception that you want to actually be there and and, and meaning it um and some days i th- when I was kind of writing notes for this bit as well, when I was thinking, yeah, like just walk in with enthusiasm. Like I think it comes natural for some people and it doesn't come as natural for others. And this goes back to your personality and whether you're an extrovert or an introvert and everyone is a unique individual, right? We all deal with things differently. Um, and you might ask yourself or you might challenge me and say, oh, but that's not who I am and I don't have the energy for it. And that's true. Sometimes you genuinely don't have the energy for it. And I'm the same. Like, I can't be this bubbly person 24-7. I need to recharge. I need to calm down sometimes. And that's okay as well. And I think when the next time maybe you're in a meeting, even if it doesn't feel natural, maybe just try it out and see how you feel. Um, And you'd be amazed at how grateful or how much better you feel when you actually uh, forcefully put yourself in a better mood and also um, share who you are in with energy and enthusiasm. Um, and I think when we want to genuinely be interested in other people, um, let's be honest, time is one of the most valuable things you can ask of someone, right? 
because human beings are lazy I'm, I'm reading atomic habits by james clear at the moment and it was saying how we as human beings will always find the most convenient way to do things and try and work on things that's going to help us conserve our energy and this goes back to the hunter-gatherer days when we didn't have as much nutrients and food so we would do anything to conserve our energy um, and that's the reason why we are lazy because you don't want to give your energy in things that's not going to help you survive um, in quote marks so that's why it might not feel as natural to give your time and ed- energy to other people and to be genuinely interested um, but I think when you give your time and you show up and you share who you are by wanting to genuinely get to know other people um, it's actually a two-way street because without realizing you're helping them and in the future it's not like oh like I'm logging all the times that I have been nice to someone so that when the time comes they'll be nice to me it goes back to once again being present in the moment and doing it because you mean to do it as opposed to wanting to get something out of it right and in terms of another thing that you can do to show up and show that enthusiasm is actually making a first making a good first impression and in order to do that it's as simple as smiling and I'm smiling right now I don't know if you can tell um but when you smile what it does is that it indicates to the other person I like you you make me happy and I'm glad to see you and a smile goes a long way and without realizing every time we see another thing not thing another human being or another baby or a puppy smile we can't help but smile back right and a lot of the marketing companies have actually started leveraging this to their favor when they start they use things like a smiling puppy or a smiling baby because they know that people like this and they even in like a um kind of like a store with a lot of options people gravitate towards these things because you smile back and it makes you puts you in a good mood right but um there is even a proven fact that people that smile more are likely to sell more effectively to their clients and also are likely to raise happier kids and it just seems like such an obvious thing like oh like you know are you trying to say that if i smile now um this is it my life sorted i mean that's not what it means because with everything you do from an actions point of view it's not about smiling today and expecting everything to be rainbows and butterflies tomorrow it's all about doing it repetitively until it becomes a habit and then it becomes a part of your behavior and then that will then turn you in that then becomes your character and your identity and that is what is going to bring those higher sales or raising happier kids and as i'm saying this like I'm, i'm imagining um people just smiling on their own and someone might look at you and be like this one's lost their plot um because it's not a normal thing to do right there's a time and place to smile i mean if you want to smile on your own there's no one around um then and then feel free to go ahead and do it like (laughs) um 
but you also don't want to look like a crackhead, right? So I think, you know, this idea of smiling, there's like a time and place for it and it's doing it when it feels right for you, but also how you want your others around you to perceive you um, at the same time and and I recently finished reading Eat Pray Love by Elizabeth Gilbert and even though I'm not a middle-aged woman who's going through a midlife crisis it was just one of those books that had been in my list for the longest time and I just fell in love with the way she was writing and basically there was a bit in a book where she had recently finished traveling to India and carried out all these ancient meditation techniques and learned about different powers and everything and then after she traveled to India she went to Bali and she went there to meet this specific guy this medicine man that kind of called her to kind of be there and when she Elizabeth asked him have you got any ancient Indonesian way of life or meditation you want to teach me and the guy literally replied back saying just sit there and smile and she was just a bit like what like that's it and it doesn't mean that you are enlightened or you found the meaning of life just because you're sitting there and smiling but it was just a simple such a tangible tactical thing that you can apply as well and she started doing that she just sat there and smile and that's how she meditated and quite a fun little practice it's such a simple practice like every, anything that I'm saying isn't like groundbreakingly new but it's just a fun little thing that you can do as well it's just to sit there and smile and I've started doing this thing every time I walk out the gym after like my good workout session I walk out and say this quote if this if this isn't nice I don't know what is and just smile and I do that kind of religiously and someone might be looking at me like, what, she's lost She's lost it. But it's just a little trigger thing that works for me and it kind of pushes me to go to the gym even more. So every time I walk out, I smile and say, if this isn't nice, I don't know what is. And it kind of helps me register that feeling of how you feel after you work out. And this idea around smiling and laughing and always being in a good mood, I think there's this um, perception that ends up being your identity as well and you know when you look at someone it's like oh my god that person's always bubbly or smiling and I think there's this danger of not ever feeling sad or down because you think that oh like that's part of my identity like I can't not be happy all the time but Dalai Lama is actually known to laugh for no reason like he he literally laughs unprovoked like he he just, he just laughs in random moments and maybe even times when you're not meant to laugh and when I first read that quote it actually reminded I'm not saying I'm the Dalai Lama but it it reminded me of me like it reminded me of me because I I like to laugh and I like (laughs) sounds so cliche but I like to laugh like sometimes I laugh at my own jokes and if no one is gonna laugh at your joke you need to be a biggest hype man or hype woman even um so it's just a funny story of this idea around smiling and laughing and um yes there's a time and place but sometimes you just want to laugh and you want to let get that feeling of how you feel when you smile or laugh and I tend to practice that a lot as well um and I, I remember when I saw that quote I even sent it in my family group chat I was like am I the Dalai Lama <laughs> um and they they kind of got the resemblance as well because 
I'm a bit of a joker and most times I'm laughing at myself um, and if the fact that I'm laughing at myself helps other people laugh then that's my job done. Um, So I went off on a tangent. Um, However this idea of making going back to the whole purpose of this idea around making people generally interested in you there was a story of this guy called Martin Gilsberg who was in Dale's courses and he was saying how when he was 10 one time uh, ages ago we're talking in the 1930s or 40s he was very scared because he was going to this appointment like a big operation and his dad wasn't around and his mum was didn't ha- couldn't have Thanksgiving with him because he had to be in the surgery and he, he just remembers feeling really down um, and then there was a young nurse who came and stayed with him and asked him because she saw him crying and he was only 10 and she was like okay like you know I can't have Thanksgiving with my family either let's just get some dinner and you know spend time with each other and she genuinely was interested in his life to be there for him when he needed the most and also the fact that she stayed till like 11 p.m even though her shift ended at 4 p.m and even to this day now that he's what like a 50 year old man he still remembers that time when he was 10 and how that nurse made him feel in the time that he needed her the most and I think this is just a good reminder once again for every one of us to know that everyone's going through their own thing everyone's fighting their own inner battles and demons and habits that they want to overcome so if you've got the time and energy and patience um just become genuinely interested in other people's lives and not only will it help them because they will feel like they're important it will help you as well you get to learn something from others around you and now to kind of just wrap up everything that I've spoken about so the whole episode was around getting genuinely being interested in people and without realizing that will actually make other people interested in you as well and that's how you build connections and relationships that will last for a long time so the first kind of takeaway from this episode is to become genuinely interested in others and um, also put yourself in the shoes of someone or, or put yourself in the shoes of the last time someone genuinely had interest in you and how that made you feel and how important and valued it made you feel and how how you can replicate that same feeling in others as well whether they're strangers or your loved ones how can you be genuinely interested in others and get to know them um authentically and the second one around smiling and and putting on that good first impression right you i guess you must have a good time meeting someone um, and if you expect them to have a good time meeting you, just to smile. Um, and sometimes you might feel like, oh, I'm not, I don't feel like smiling and you're not in the mood. But when you smile, um, sometimes the action itself will lead to the feelings that you desire. And by regulating the action, you can actually indirectly regulate your feeling as well. So, so often with every action and behaviour that we carry out, 
Firstly, we think that we need to be in a certain mood, you need to have a certain cue or a craving to do that behaviour in this sense is smiling. But sometimes, um, even if you don't feel like it, the action itself would lead you to the feeling that you want. So just give it a go, just smile randomly, um, use trigger points to maybe smile three times a day. There was a study done where in the book, one of the owners... um, Every time he's feeling down or overwhelmed, he takes three deep breaths and smiles and pats his dog. And that kind of gets him kind of like a reset button where you move away from autopilot of getting through life by refocusing your energy in the current present moment. So coming up with behaviours and triggers throughout the day to find reasons to smile. So for example, my example was at the gym where I like smiling when I walk out um sometimes the the I spoke about this in one of my stories on Instagram is remind every time you have a good feeling or if you're doing something it's just remind yourself if this is a nice I don't know what is and saying this quote and maybe throw in a razzle dazzle of smile every now and again um and it, it just puts you in a good mood so this whole idea of sometimes even when you're not feeling it the action itself will lead to the, to the feeling that you desire and just giving it a go because what's the worst that can happen, right? So that kind of summarises the three key takeaways from the episode, um, which is all around genuinely being interested in others to make others genuinely interested in you and also using this idea around smiling and, and making a good first impression and letting the other person know I'm glad to see you or I'm glad that you're here and it goes a long way and at the end of the day it's only going to help yourself so thank you all for listening to another episode of Meek Speaks Um, I always have so much fun going back reading these books and sharing these takeaways and um, I just love doing this podcast thing and another episode of Oted is out next week Um, so I'll catch you all same time next week thank you so much bye guys once again for listening to another episode of the podcast hope you guys found it as enjoyable as i did recording it and if you want to share some feedback or show some support feel free to follow me on at self tough sundays with a double s on instagram and i look forward to catching you same time next week thank you bye